Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us again this week for another uh, Dallas Elite talk. Uh, unfortunately, Des uh, is not with us right now, so you're just uh, you just get me, Jamie. Um, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, kind of give you guys a recap of our game this past weekend with the um, Houston team. Kind of break down like we did the last time, you know, first half, second half. Um, we're going to have some of our guests on today. We have. Alexis Strickland, uh, who's one of our rookie receivers and DBs, and Erica Bobo, who is a longtime Dallas Elite vet, who is also a receiver. They're going to be joining us here in a minute. But first, I kind of just want to talk about the game this weekend. If any of you saw it or were there, uh, the first half was definitely rough, to say the least. Uh, The silver lining and all that is we were still up 26 uh, to, I believe, six at the half. Uh, and we had a much stronger showing in the second half. So, um, and I've just been notified that Des is actually on the call. So I'm going to kind of hand it over to her, let her say, you know, what, uh, kind of bring herself into the show, and then we'll get her take on how the game went. Des, are you on? Yes, I am. Hey, how's it going, Jamie? Good, good. How are you? So, you here, uh, traffic? I'm, I'm good. You know, I, you know, I have um, a four-legged child that gives me issues. And he was giving me ah. issues going through the So, yes, I'm getting attacked by mosquitoes while I was getting him situated. But, yeah, so the game. Um, the game, we came there with the mindset of never take your opponent lightly. You know, we kept saying this should be a game where everybody steps up and show out, um, kind of make a name for yourself, don't play down to your opponent. And when we say that, we don't mean that in any disrespect to Houston because Houston – was definitely a team that played with heart. They had low numbers is what we're saying, so we should have had an advantage over them because they should have yeah. got the team before us. They and, had, you know, I mean, we were talking about Ironman football. They had, what do they have, like 16, 17 girls that game? Exactly, and they were getting hurt early. It was kind of like how we did in the Atlanta game. They were getting hurt pretty quickly. So, you know, we had yeah, the upper hand. Hats off to them because they were going, I mean, they literally had, literally 16 girls that played all three phases of the game. So kudos to them because that's not easy to do. And, I mean, they had good attitudes about it, too. They weren't sitting there whining about, you know, they just they were just playing. <laughs> so, um, hat, like I say, hats off to them. But um, 
Yeah, so we started off a little – I know I started off a little off. My my mind was a little different for that game. I did come to the game with a different type of focus. I know people were kind of looking at me like uh, – a couple people asked, like, what's wrong, what's going on? I was like, no, nah, I'm just focused. I just I just had some things in my mind that I wanted to accomplish and wanted to do, and I wanted to take it serious from the start till the end. Um, yeah. <laughs> when game, did, you have, did you have two touchdowns on your mind? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I really didn't want to get in a situation where it was like, I don't want to give people excuses, whether it's a, a good ball and I drop it, uh, an overthrown ball, a good defense or, or whatever. I didn't want anybody to be able to have any excuses as to why I don't get opportunities. So that was my thing was, yeah. you know, capitalize on every opportunity that I had, and that's what I did. Yeah, so for those of you that didn't catch the game, Dez had one hell of a game. She ended up with, I'm pretty sure it was two touchdowns, maybe a third. I don't remember. And you definitely have the interception. Am I correct? Yeah, I missed, I missed, I missed one. Uh, well, one was a little bit overthrown, and and I, I dove for it, and I have like some injuries to show it, but I didn't catch that one. I did get two, my first two touchdowns ever on offense. Um, so that hey. was a big deal for me. But yeah, well, interception. Definitely up. For, for yeah. sure. And I think this is Des. Isn't this your second game now? Second game in a row with an interception? Oh, did I get an interception last game? Last game. I don't think I did mm-hmm. against the – You're always I'm, close. I'm blanking Maybe out. Last, always I know close. I got one in, in Atlanta. I got one in Atlanta. You know, I don't think – No, I, you know what I'm thinking of? You had one in the first quarter, maybe the second quarter, that you missed. I thought for sure. I was like peeling oh, out. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And it went right through your hands. I was like, oh, man. That was the one yeah. big play they had in the first half. It didn't even go through my hands. It hit my hands and dropped. I was like, ah, oh, you know. Oh, okay. And then the you next one that came, um, Gore, Gore got the next one. So. Oh, okay. That's what but I But I had a lot of opportunities. Well, I'm getting oh, myself yeah, in good position. position. We're in, that's the thing. We're, our DBs are in position every game to have, to have turnovers. So if, you, uh-huh. if anybody out there listening has watched any of our games, um, we definitely, one thing about us this year that, that I don't necessarily know that we've, I don't say we haven't had it in years past, but it just stands out this year for some reason, is we have a lot of speed on defense this year, and we have good coverage. And so, you know, we're, there's a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks, and maybe that's what it is this year. There's a lot of pressure up front and a lot of speed getting into the backfield, and it's forcing uh-huh. the quarterbacks to, you know, kind of chunk the balls up for grabs. I, maybe maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. But I know that for whatever reason this year it's really standing out to me that um, we've there's been a lot of balls that we've either intercepted already this year and or have been deflected or we've just dropped, um, you know, as right. But whatever it is, I mean, we're, we're there ready to make plays. There are certain situations that most teams don't warm up to until a little bit later in the season that we're doing very well at. We're doing uh, very well at reading on the kickoffs, you know, after the first game of having so many opportunities to recover and not taking advantage of it, now we are consistently in position to recover that ball, to get picks, you know, it's it's good. It's a great feeling with so many young players. I, I keep emphasizing that that we have a lot of rookies. This is not the same team as last year. We've got some vets, but it's it's just it's it's young and fresh. You bring up that's a great point, and this is actually kind of a great segue into our first guest because one of those rookies who stepped up. I mean, she had a sack this weekend. She had three tackles for a loss. Three three tackles. There were a couple times she was putting pressure on the quarterback. 
Um, she's one of our strong safeties. Uh, her name, and she's also a, a slot receiver as well. So she's, she's going to go, oh, and she's our uh, kickoff kicker. So she kind of is, is really doing it all um, for rookies. Uh, Alexis Strickland, do you want to introduce yourself, tell us who you are, kind of give us a little bit of background and, you know, about yourself and then how you came to find Dallas Elite Football? Yeah, of course. Um, my name is Alexis Strickland. I'm actually originally from Southern California. Um, I've been. Oh, did we lose her? I know. I was going to say, she said, I've been, I'm anticipating what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, what we're going to do is. We'll talk while a little we figure bit about out what we've seen about her. Let's talk about what we've Maybe, seen from her. Oh, yeah. So, Strick, Strick's one of those people. I know that she played. Yeah soccer in college and we'll just kind of talk about her until she can get back on and talk about herself but I know she was a soccer player in college and she's she was a goalkeeper so she's one of those physical soccer players and the one thing that stood out about me uh the most during tryouts was her hands and just her natural athleticism I mean you can athletes mm-hmm. natural athletes move a certain way and she just moved mm-hmm. that way and so she came in Very and natural. I know Lord was calling her hands you know, I think the second week. And so everybody saw it. That's what I noticed most about her. She was very comfortable. I thought it was funny that um, we both had that, that I call it the pacifier um, mouthpiece. And she always had it in, and she just seemed real natural. It's like how you, when you'd watch somebody in the NFL warming up, catching them out, whatever. There's no arrogance about it. There's there's a very, there's very much an innocence of uh, trying to learn. And she's learning fast because she recognizes things quickly and she can when we talk about film, she'll, she'll acknowledge things that most people wouldn't acknowledge early. Because a lot of people don't know how to watch film. I know it took me a while. I was bored. I was like, I don't know what's going on, but okay, I'm waiting for you to tell me what's happening. So she, she recognizes things. She's very young, too. I told her when I talked to her and a couple other people, I'm like, oh, my God, you're young enough to be my daughter. Like, I, I get excited <laughs> playing next to people like that. Like, she literally is. And I thought she would be, you know, I just assumed she was a little bit older. I didn't think she was, you know, 30 or anything, but She's only 22, and she's a beast at 22, like, wasn't afraid to hit from the first game. Um, I was intimidated to tackle, even though I played soccer, but it just, you know, I started a little late in the game. But, you know, when you're young, you're kind of fearless, and you're like, whatever. That's how she yeah, is. Yeah, no, for sure. She, she definitely, uh, she came in there, hair on fire, and it's that's awesome to have her. Strick, are you back with us? I think so. Okay, yes. perfect. Don't Can you hear me? Okay, don't be hanging up. Don't be hanging up on us like that. I didn't hung up on me. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So I don't know if you could hear what we were talking about, but Des and I just kind of told everybody our impressions of you when you came in and, and kind of what stood out about you. Um, so we'll let you talk about you now, and we'll kind of take a back seat. Okay. Um, extra strict. Um, I have. Life. Um, I did play college goalie. I played everything else in the field before that, and along with a whole bunch of other sports. Um, eventually, one of my best friends from California told me about her friend in California that actually played professional football. And my aunt did play when I was out there, and she told me about a team out here. I found you guys on Instagram, and it just kind of blossomed from there. It's been way more fun than I thought. Totally enjoyed Wait, absolutely the, everything. You had an aunt. You had an aunt That's and a friend like in California. You never yeah, my aunt. That. I know. I didn't tell you all about my aunt because I'd be forgetting sometimes because she didn't really talk about it all that much. I did go out and see her what? play 
twice. What teams did they play for? I don't remember the names because I, I, uh, I had it screenshotted on my phone to save it. But if I could pull up her Instagram, I, if she has it on her Instagram and everything, she's proud of it. And it's that's how she found out about <laughs> it because they're in a sorority together. Oh, oh is she cool. still playing? Yep. She was like, she's she in a division. So I think they're a Division One team out in California, too. So There's not that many. I mean, they have several. Exactly. We're gonna have to figure that out. I didn't even. Yeah. Well, when she told me about it, I was pumped because I never really thought about it. That's awesome. That's what people do is they play slow pitch softball. Oh my gosh! I don't know. How old is your aunt? Um, she's got to be good, at least fifty-five. Dang! Fifty-five. She's still playing. Yeah, I mean she's yeah. that, she's deaf and she she I think she she's been probably playing for at least seven years. I don't know if she still plays right, anymore. Cause she kind of does karate now that she's older. Nobody oh, has yeah, a little 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 people, like karate. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I get people reaching out all the time and say, "No, I'm too old for this," and I'm like, "Nope, that's not an excuse. There's no such thing as being too old." And I'm I'm gonna start using your aunt as an example, I'm going to be like, I know a woman who's 55 and deaf and she's playing football, so I don't want to hear it from you. I might call and tell me they had someone 60 on their team once. My college soccer coach used to post about this 99-year-old grandma that does marathons. Heck yeah. Yeah, Anytime we ever complained. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the person that set the record, maybe they set the record for the oldest, for the oldest person to complete a marathon, they didn't start running until they were 72. I tell my grandma all, all the time, because I'm from the Midwest, and so my grandma at 70 is like, no, I'm old, and I can't do anything, and I'm like, that's a lie, grandma. The oldest person to ever complete a marathon didn't start until they were 72. Um, exactly. But anyway, okay. So before we get away with this, because we all could talk, let's bring in our other guest so she can kind of join in on this conversation and talk about how old people are capable of doing things. Uh, Erica Bobo, uh, are you with us? Kind of tell us about who you are and all that jazz. Oh, hi, everybody. Hi, how's everybody doing? Um, I'm Erica hey. Bobo. Um, I started playing football, what, the, when did Alice Elite started? So I was with them with the first inaugural season. Um, I played uh, the first two years. I set out the third season, and now I'm back again. Because I want a ring. Um, I I can be honest and say I avoided football probably for, I probably got asked like every year prior to me even starting. And I was like, heck no, I'm not going to play football. I'm a basketball player. I play indoor sports. I don't don't do all that. I don't want to get hit. But I have absolutely fallen in love with football. It is so much fun. Um, I've met some amazing women. I've met some, like how you guys were just talking about, some older women who have basically just been killing it um, and played alongside of some people who are, you would be like, um, they're too old to be out there, but they're out there, which is very inspiring to me. Um, I've seen the, the game kind of change a little bit with, with starting out on a team that, you know, first started out and how it got to unfold. Um, but, again, just falling in love with the wide receiver position, um, and, and the game itself and, and the people that are involved in it are so passionate. So it's been it's been fun. The ultimate goal for me is just to, to get my team back to the championship and hopefully get some hardware to, to come back with. That's that's the goal. 
I'm gonna tell yeah. you. I'm gonna tell so you Bobo. a little back, back story. Let me let me tell a little backstory on Bobo that I told her, but most people don't know. So I was that person that whenever I was like late to practice or something, I would text like all the coaches, and I sent a text that 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 first year saying, "Hey, I'm running late." Well, I'm not gonna say anything, but uh, somebody replied to my message thinking they were responding to all the texts, and there was a a a thought of possibly pushing Bobo to defense because she, you know, she was a rookie. She wasn't, she was, I guess, I, I wouldn't compare her to looking like me. That's probably not good. But <laughs> she wasn't, like, just clicking right off. And I specifically had responded to one of the coaches and said, well, since I happen to be in this message, I was like, don't move her. Like, she's a rookie. She's beginning. Like, she's an athlete. She's good. And it's pointed to me that, you know, one minute, it's questionable, and then the next thing you know, she's offensive player of our conference. Like, oh, yeah. Bobo, what I love watching about Bobo is it's funny because, like, she'll be running away from somebody, but it's almost like she waits to let people to catch up just so she can stiff arm them to the ground and, like, kind of throw them down behind <laughs> her and then take back off running. She's like, you could catch me just so I could throw you on the ground and then finish my run to the end zone. <laughs> Well, I knew in the first place anyways. Might as well make it interesting. Right, right. Try to get some entertainment in there. I try to throw it in there just so we can, you know, have that same vibe as as guys. I'm trying not to be arrogant, but it's fun, man. It's it's definitely fun to to get in the end zone and then also to not be able to be tackled is is pretty dope. I think people remember that more than the touchdown sometimes is you weren't even able to get them down or tackle them or if you stiff arm somebody like, Jamie is crazy with that. It's just, like, it's so unexpected, but it's entertaining, and I know people enjoy that. So I just try to keep that side of the game, um, you know, alive. Because I think some people don't play women's, women's sports just in general, and it's not as fun and not as entertaining. So I try to keep going. And that's the oh, thing. Yeah. Like people want us to be soft and, and prissy and whatever, and you have, yeah. you have a different type yeah. of confidence. Like you said, you try not to be arrogant, but – you have an entertaining arrogance. You have the type of, 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 I don't even it's want to call it arrogance. The, um, that's not even the word. It's like, you know how people in the NFL, like a, a Beckham or somebody that, they just have a showmanship where, like, they put, they put exactly. on a show. Like, you have that type exactly. of personality where yeah. that's what people want to see. They don't want it to be like, okay, I touchdown, high five, let's go. So I said, I know. <laughs> So when the refs tell me to calm down, I'm like, come on, man. You're not, you're not telling guys to calm down. So, you know, it's I just try to football. keep it fun, man, and interesting, yeah. That's a, great, that's a great point, Bobo, because I know that one thing that's been brought up in the past is how do we grow women's sports, particularly women's football, how do we get people entertained in it? And something that's been brought up is, hey, you know, it's not as entertaining as the men's game, but how much are we limited? Because I feel like – as of late, within the last year or so, they've really put a damper on, you know, the celebrations and things like that. And I know that, you know, you don't, you want people to, to, to keep it within check, but we're almost expected to just walk into the end zone, turn around, hand the ball to the ref, and not say anything or do anything. And how much of that do you guys think is realistic, and how much do you guys think it might be actually hindering uh, the entertainment factor and interest in our sport? If I'm not mistaken, they can celebrate now in the NFL, right? Like they kind of yeah. like they can like go over the top now because at first they just started laxing the rules. But, yeah, so I just feel like 
when they're doing that, they're kind of like just taken away from the the fun part of it. Nobody's trying to rub anything in anybody's faces. But in my opinion, after I've run 50 or 60 yards, I deserve to dance a little bit, jump up and down (laughs) with my teammates. We can act up in the end zone. Or if it's a close game, 7-7, and we just score the game-winning touchdown, we're about to act up in the end zone. Like, I'm, I'm letting my team know that, like, come down here and celebrate with me. Because it's, it's, if you, it's if you can do me a favor, Bubba, Bubba, if you can just kind of start running towards my side, because, you know, I'm a, not as fast as you. I'm a little tired. You know, <laughs> so hey, you know what we need to do? We need to put some fun stuff together like they did this year in the NFL. We need some duck-duck goose yeah. and some, you know, bowling yeah, pins and things like that. You, I told you all that. My, yeah. favorite, my favorite is the soccer where they did the, the reeling and the fish. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, my God, I'm yes. The, the, you're talking about the Geico commercial. No, like a real soccer match. Oh, they did it during a game? Match. No, I missed that. Yeah, they were like, and then they, they picked up the guy, like took a picture of him. Oh, it was so cool. Like, if we have a good enough game, I wouldn't even mind, a, you know, a, a couple penalties, one, and, you know, if it's that entertaining. <laughs> not disrespectful, not disrespectful, <laughs> but entertaining. Yeah. I'll just... I'll just kick it all the way down I'm, instead of kicking the short ones. You're kicking me. Okay, that, see, that'll work, Streak. If you boot it downfield, then we good. The penalty won't even bother us. <laughs> exactly. Yep, exactly. Right. Make up we for just it. need an extra 15 on the kickoff, and it's, it's neutralized. I can definitely make that happen. It's worth the celebration if we coordinate. How is it different? How is yeah. it different from soccer? Like, how do you feel about it? Because I know that that's one thing the women's game is always short of is uh, I don't say competent kickers, but kickers that can translate uh, or transcend the sport of soccer over into football. So how how has that transition been for you? I mean, there is a slight tweak in mechanics, but if if you have that that natural leg swing and you let that really take over, besides kind of hitting the lower point of the ball and getting used to it hitting a tee it's if you're confident in your form then that's really all it takes is that solid form let me tell you i was not confident when i was a kicker so um i like watching you kick because i hate when people go dad didn't you used to play soccer i say but i didn't have any ball handling skills so doesn't matter you like have great form i like watching you kick it's it's nice yeah you look like a kicker when you kick Real talk. My dad actually yeah, posted definitely. that picture. Like, My dad posted that picture booty. of me kicking that that I think your girlfriend <laughs> actually took Jamie. Proud Papa. He was like, yep, he <laughs> uh, doesn't matter how old I get, I don't think that'll ever stop. That's, you know, that's, I think that's another thing that's, um, I don't want to say it's unique because I think, I, I think about, so Jamie knows mother, you know, works with some of the girls on the guys that we uh, with some of the girls in the Dallas Lee organization, you know, her son, Gore, and some of her staff members. And she's, she's always had moments talking about, you know, her son, and even before he won the, the Super Bowl and things like that. But it's cool because you see that coverage, and you see them. I mean, they'll zoom in on people's fans in men's games. And it's it's cool because I almost think that people forget about that in the women's sports, that we're still professional athletes performing on that level. Unfortunately, the paychecks are a little bit different and or non-existent. But – like your parents, make you guys, your parents get to make it to games. Are they like posting on their Facebook? Are they calling you saying, "Go back, honey"? Yeah, they've they've been like that my whole life. They when we were in California, they took me everywhere and they tried to be at everything they could. And they were 
they weren't surprised when I told them I wanted to play football and I found a team and I was actually going for it. And they were like, well, we'll be there. That's awesome. Bobo, is your, is your mama one of those like proud moments where she's like, that's my baby? My family, they are live and in effect. So it's been <laughs> like sports yes. probably for me since I was five. And um, I don't know if any y'all, I don't know if y'all heard my family, but you can hear them in the stands. Um, but they definitely enjoy coming to uh, watch me, you know, play sports and things like that. That's kind of what we do, or that's just how we are. It's crazy when the Steelers play. We have terrible towels and all kinds of stuff going on. So my my, my family, they're pretty supportive. It's funny though because my dad would not let me play football when I wanted to play in middle school. So when I saw Gore telling her story about middle school, I was like, my dad straight told me, no, you can't get out there with boys. What if they hit you in the wrong place? Like all kinds of stuff. I got all kinds of things. They're going to pick on you (laughs) because you're a girl. Tell your your pregnant story, Bobo. Tell your pregnant story. Man, he told me me I wasn't going to be able to get pregnant. He's like, what if you get hit? You're not able to have kids. I'm like, dad, I'm about to have a pass. (laughs) And I don't think those seventh grade boys are about to be hitting me in my ovaries right now. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't know that. But yeah, he got me down with it. And, uh, but it, it was funny when I told him I was about to play. His eyes lit up like Christmas, and now he we talk about football like more than ever now. It's it's, it's hilarious. It's funny, but they're pretty they're pretty supportive. It's cool. That's awesome. Um, I guess uh, we we kind of got a little off track, but that's all right because this is what I mean, this is what sports are about, right? I mean, you see teachers all the time on sports and things like that about athletes and them joking around and things like that, and you know they kind of yeah. get off track. But uh, we will kind of redirect back to the game because we didn't we didn't have a chance to get you and uh, Strickland's take on the game. Des and I kind of talked about how we felt about it. How did uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Strick and then Bobo will get your uh, thoughts on okay. it. But Strick, how did you feel about the game? You know, I do agree with y'all. We did start it a little slow. Our mindset did kind of seem a little bit groggy. We weren't as hype as we had been, but you know. Eventually, we, we shook back and we realized that, you know, we we were a good, we're a good team and we just got to put our pieces together and we're going to be just fine. And once we started taking care of our own assignments, everything started being a little bit smoother and we ended up finishing the game on a high note to take us into the next two weeks. Yeah, I agree. Bubba, what about you? Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I'm excited um, that we showed some different stuff, um, some different looks. Diz played an amazing game. Um, I feel like everybody on offense being involved is just going to open up so much more. Um, I did to – and I I have to admit, in Atlanta, I felt smothered um, with, you know, just being crowded on that side. So I feel like us creating other options and showing people that we have other weapons is – amazing to me like I love that like that creates so much more opportunity for everybody else and it keeps teams playing us honest um and and I like to I always like saying whoever you pick on our squad you're wrong so if you want to if you want to double this person or you want to you know load the field on this side you're wrong because we're going to eat you up on this side so I was that was exciting to me like to just see everybody get some um, and I, I feel like we left the game. I wanted everybody to leave the game um, Saturday with confidence, and I feel like that definitely happened. Um, slow start was 
was a slow start, but he came out of it. Um, and I feel like this right now, this is exactly what we need to move forward going into Kansas City. Everybody feeling good about themselves, feeling confident. Watch some film and then just kind of tweak the little minor mistakes, and I think we'll be good. But but this Saturday was a great win for us. Um, blowout or not, it was a good win for the team, like in general. Yeah, no, we I saw agree. Some I want that to... we needed to see. We saw some things. Yeah. Some of the errors that occurred, like we, you played against um, Liz Sowers, both of you, I believe, and I played yeah. with yep. her. Um, you know that kickoff return is going to be key. I've already talked to our coaches about that. Um, yep. We know things we've got to change because you you cannot just pop, pop that ball up to her because she's going to be gone. No. We have to be very yeah, strategic exactly. about our special teams. Yeah, exactly. And I think this with the special team situation this last game, I think um, they tried to kind of just see where everybody was with it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can't, can't really – where everybody is. So just in case you have that somebody is hurt or somebody needs a blow or whatever, you know that your backup is going to be good, which is, you know, I think we needed that and even needed them to run it back to wake everybody up. You know, it's like, hey, right. even though you might be, you know, second string or you may be coming off the bench, still be ready when your number is called because things like that can happen. So I think, I think exactly. it was good. It was good. No, I agree. I think you guys are all on point with that. It's it, it's cool to see. I mean, we're still mi- mixing and matching. We still got people that, you know, didn't have – I don't want to say didn't have enough practice under the belt, but kind of came to the squad a little bit late. And so, you know, there are yeah, people right. that are still getting into the game for the first or second time and still learning their position. Uh, so, right. I agree 100%. It was kind of a yeah. way for them to test the waters. And it was a wake-up call because mm-hmm. I think too often special teams – I mean, you see it even in the, you know, in the profession, in the men's league, special teams can – people can get kind of – kind of lax, uh, especially in our yep. league. And, and yeah. so I think that them running that back was a huge wake-up call that, hey, special teams can be a make-or-break in a game situation. Yep. Well, yep. another thing about special teams is there's a lot of people that, you know, you may not get a lot of reps in, you know, the offensive or defensive phase of the game, but you are key. For the team that I coach at school, when I tell you the first year or two um, – we half of the points we got scored on us were on special teams. Like they were running it back left and right. And we were like, okay, kick off the turn again. You know, we got you guys are getting a lot of reps. But but we tweaked it and like I'm so meticulous about every week. I don't just go, okay, you guys are still on uh, kickoff. We look at okay, this is who they have. This is their speed. That person plays both sides of the ball. They're good. They always go to their left. You're strong here. Like every team is different. Okay, they. They kick off this way. They return this way. Like, we're going to have to start tweaking because, I mean, our ultimate goal is we're get, we're trying to get a ring again. We're not trying to just hold our water. So we have right. to really start breaking teams down. And for us to have two weeks to break down Kansas City is perfect. We need that two weeks. Yes, Definitely. Everybody's got to know their job. You can't get out on the field and go, which way are we going? Everybody needs to know. You need to be looking. If you're on the side and you're looking to the position you are sub for and somebody's not there, coach, you need me there? I'm going, you know, don't wait and be like, I hope they ask me to go. Like, we have to be hungry and alert. I agree. So, okay, so the last thing I kind of want to, I don't say wrap up, but 
there's one thing that I keep thinking about, and I'm like, when's the right time to bring this up? But I'm just going to bring it up right now. The hit that Gore, who is our quarterback, the hit that no. Gore put on that big girl on, on the kickoff in the second half, if y'all have yes. not seen that, we will post a highlight of it because if you've ever seen Little Giants, just kind of bends over and flips the guy, the big hit over her back, that's kind of what yeah. this looks like. Um, but just to kind he of give you guys like a, a, a replay, yeah, a recap of it, we're kicking off um, second half. She went in for uh, me. At some point. She went in for me. Okay. Because I said yeah, I needed so Gore, one. So Gore, Gore's giving Dez a blow, you know, just to give her a breather because Dez is running all over everybody on the game. Um, and Gore comes in, and, I, and I've played with Gore for four, this is my, shoot, fifth year now? Fifth year playing with Gore. Played with her in Seattle, Chicago. So I know what she's made of. This girl, when we were in Chicago, this girl hit somebody so hard that she broke her hand on my helmet and then quarterbacked the rest of the game with a broken right hand. This girl is indestructible. But she, I've never played with a quarterback like this before in my life. Like, I'm so serious. No. He's an athlete. Not an athlete. An athlete, you know, with the F. A P H or A F. And it is because she had to play. I mean, she looked like you know, but like, but like you said, she had a she had a girl out playing with the boys, and she actually made. She went to the, her first team USA tryouts back in I think 2013, and she tried to make it as a quarterback. But we had at the time, I mean, Sam Grisafi, Katie Sowers, um, you know, uh, Cahill. We had um, Hamilton. I mean, the the league had a lot of elite quarterbacks, and so they said, hey, look, if you really want a good chance pop over with the DBs, and she killed it and actually made it as a DB. And so, so a lot of people don't know that about her. She's played running back. Like, when she first got the women's game, she was a running back. And so, Gore's running downfield. You know, I, she's either container gunner. I don't know. But this this girl, she had to have been, what, like 230? Two, she was over 200 pounds. At least. <laughs> yeah. Gore lowers her shoulder and then drives. So, scores, like, probably with this girl's, like, knee, lower thigh height. And she just shoots straight through her, she like, wrestlers, and they shoot. Oh, my gosh. And this yeah, girl, she's exactly running. It it, yeah, it was nuts. She, this girl this girl just loved it. Just about went airborne, spun sideways, like, landed on her side back. It was – and this girl, like, she it was probably twice the size. Look, yes. when I came in after that, I came after that for defense, I said, I'm glad she came in because I think I might have died on that play. Like, oh, she no, I so said, I said, hey – our quarterback's land hits like that. We better step up our game. I know that's what I. And said. that was the I'm only like... kickoff they told me to kick to the left. <laughs> uh, and you know what I also said? I said, "Now you won't kick it to my side." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they had that plan. I'm, that's collusion. I'm, I'm always nervous. I'm always nervous when she's out there doing uh, exactly positions besides QB, but. Like, after she, like, when she got the interception and then, like you said, that hit, it's just like, now I can breathe. I'm like, she good. She got it. Like, I'm. And I'm she impressed. asked. Just she impressed. asked. Yeah. I'm impressed. She said, I, she said man, I want to. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. She probably just wanted to hit somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's what no, I'm saying. And most quarterbacks want to get in there. Yeah, Contact they avoid like wanting to yep. get in there. They don't want that. And she is, a, like, she's just a beast, man. She want to get in any way she can to help the team out, whether it's quarterback, whether it's kickoff, like, all of that. And even her, you know, her people on the sidelines, like, y'all got y'all quarterback in? Like, hey, let her have it. At this point, I am I trust her. I'm like, go ahead, because she's yeah. a beast. She, put, like, she plays smart, though. That's the thing. 
We've had some exactly, injuries on yeah. our team of people that are new to certain positions. The thing is, she's not just running in there with something new. She's very familiar right. with those positions. She knows how to protect herself, and she knows that yeah. she's an athlete. So, like, if she tells me on the side, like, we've had conversations where she knows I'm getting tired, and she's like, if you need one, let me know. And she's looking to me, and then there'll be times where she's, I've heard her say, and I'm going to get some defense. I'm like, okay, give me for two. You know, and when she goes in, she maximizes. She may not play that many reps, but it's like, dang, yeah. she got to pick off that one. She always gets yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah it's nice so to see versatility. What what you what like what you guys are talking about right now kind of ties into what Bubba was saying earlier about how she said no matter who you pick, you're wrong. If you think about yeah. especially the setup that we had this last game, I mean, you had. You with two touchdowns. You have Strick, who is that kind of like that Danny Woodhead kind of like uh, Amendola, you know, type where you're like, all right, when everybody else, you know, when they got gun covered and they got whatever covered, here she comes. Like, where she come from? You know, and we got Bobo, and we have King out there, and then we had me in the backfield, and then the X factor was Gore because there were a couple times because our line's still, you know, new and it's a, a new combination, so they're still learning each other and feeling it out. And there were a couple yeah. times where I was like, I watched game film, and I was like, man, thank God she's the athlete that she is because the the situations that she gets out of and the plays that she creates with her legs sometimes, I know, like, like I've been playing for five years, and it is so much fun because it's like playing football in the backyard where you're just, like, drawing up plays, and you're like, oh, run here, I'm going to find an open spot, and she's just going to throw it on the run. Right. <laughs> well, as a quarterback, the quarterback's, like, it, it went, at my practice, my, my coaches said, okay, you throw the ball this time. I want you to see what the quarterback's dealing with, you know, having the kids run at my face. And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the best arm, but being able to yeah. react and run and hit a gap, you know, and yeah. you don't make that gap pass it real quick. Like, that, you have, that's a very smart position. And a lot of people just throw somebody in there. Or, like, you know, if you, if you play on a flag football team, who's usually the quarterback on the flag team? Who's you the quarterback? No, it usually the person that made up the team, the captain. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm quarterback. Well, yeah, they, you know, they're not necessarily <laughs> the a quarterback. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, she, she's she got that high IQ that she can see things and, and she can react. Yeah. Having a running I mean, quarterback is – Yeah, what? even warming up with her, though, her mechanics are legit – like she looks like a to me like a professional quarterback. Like seriously, um, I I get excited every time we're about to hit the field because I already know it's about to be a problem. Same thing with with everybody. Like as far as just the team in general, we're young, but I just feel like this is like this is our moment and, and our time to show everybody that we can put put this thing together and do the same thing that that you guys did last season and go get that hardware. Like. It's right there, like it's dangling in our face. We just got to go get it, and we have the right pieces. Oh, agree, agree. How do you feel about how do you feel? Because we've all kind of been around and seen it, and whatever. What are your thoughts on kind of the things we're talking about? You know, just everything they lost, athleticism, the kind of everybody you feel for the team, and and what we got this year. Well, I love just talking to everybody and hearing their different sports backgrounds and. Most of us all came from playing all these other sports back from the time that we were little girls, and I'm sure if we had the chance to play football when we were younger, we might have probably played earlier, like Bobo said. I mean, I got asked to play in high school, and my parents told me no because they didn't want me to get hurt and lose my soccer scholarship. So, you know, 
we're all athletes and we enjoy sports and we just didn't have a chance to play this sport until we got a little bit older. And now that we have a chance to, it's, it's even more fun. And like y'all said, after the game, the older you get and the more you understand it, the even more fun it gets because you start to understand the game and you can tweak a little things and you know how to really just work everything to your advantage and use your skill set, no matter what background of sport you came from, but you can use it to your advantage. Absolutely. That's, yeah. I guess that's the truth because you think, and, and they always put the stats out every year with the draft, you know, 90, and it's usually in the 90 percentile, uh, 91, 92% of the first round picks were all multi-sport athletes. And so you got to think that, you know, there's different, and for me, coming from a biomechanical standpoint, absolutely, it keeps you balanced, it keeps you, you know, it, it's almost like cross-training in a sense. And kind of hear the things, and then you think, okay, well, Almost all of the athletes in women's football came from another sport because we didn't have football to grow up on. And so it's kind of like getting a whole bunch of first-rounders, you know, together and being like, all right, cool, we're going to teach you football now. And so you have all these athletes that have been successful in some other sport or multiple other sports, and now you're just – we're at an age where cognitively it's – we learn so much faster and it's easier to grasp these concepts. Because football, people, I don't – some people may not know unless you're involved in it. I didn't know until I got into it. But it's very complex, and I love it because it is. there's so many moving parts, and it really is a mind game. I mean, physically, it's on another level. But, I mean, intellectually, this is probably one of the most fun games I've ever played. Yeah, me too. Exactly. Definitely agree with that. And, I love that. Like, kind of just football. Right. <laughs> Hey, we should we should have a Dallas Elite Rec team. So if anybody out there is listening and they know of a, a good rec league in Dallas, let us know because I think with some of the girls that we got on our team, we would have a pretty stellar basketball team. Real talk. Hey, here. <laughs> oh no, let's keep it real. Now y'all must not have heard me say this. Um, it looks like I'm stockpiling, like they're gonna go out of business. But I already have jerseys for us. So I'm just waiting Done. on this basketball scenario to pop up because they already in the Uh-oh. other room. So just know this. The DFW Rec League, hit us up, hey, Dallas Elite Women's are, Football. Please, we want to be involved. Y'all are, uh, we y'all taking are over. That up. Now, when I, when, I come, when I come with the sign-up sheet, y'all, everybody better be gay. <laughs> I got you. The best was my first love, though. Bobo, you and I have a lot of – we got a lot of, um, of similar friends from basketball. We just – me and you never connected. Yeah. But me being in DFW since 94 – we have a lot oh, yeah. of, of – and when yeah. I went to see you play yeah. at that Mountain Dew thing, I was like, Friend. you know, we know like Oh, Bubba was at a Mountain Dew. You you balling? Oh, yeah. You had like I a three-on-three, three, or was it like one of those, like, Harlem Globetrotter types? Yeah. we My team got all the way – we almost got to the next level. We lost in, like, the little – yeah, we almost got to go to the next little state or wherever it was to compete. But, yeah, you guys make sure you game. If you're listening – and you on the squad too. When I come with this sign-up sheet for the Dallas Elite Women's Basketball Team, y'all better be ready because we gonna wreck at the wreck. <laughs> oh my god, oh, this is awesome! I'm really excited wreck. about this. Yes, in the rec league, we are gonna wreck. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, wreck in the rec league. I miss basketball. I coached like you know my first year. Only the only reason I coached was because they were gonna take our one of our linebacker coaches, if he didn't find an assistant. I said, all right. I had more fun playing against the girls because I'd be like, oh, really, you think you know? Let me go ahead and show you. 
still got it. Okay, y'all that talk. Don't don't let the age fool you, because I will still roll you up. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying, Dan. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, before this gets out of hand anymore, um, although I love it, let's talk a little bit about because we have about 15 minutes left. Uh, let's talk about Kansas City. I know that we've alluded to it a couple times, and you know, particularly, it used to be the Salvers twins, and we got rid of half of the the issue there in Kansas City. <laughs> we got rid of Katie Sowers at least. They got a they got a, a new quarterback though that they did grow up not that grow up, but she did play in high school with the boys and so I think, you know, she's a little more advanced for her age, uh, for the game and the quarterback yeah. position. But I mean, you know, Liz Sowers is still there and she's still forced to be reckoned with and they still got some good people. So let's kinda of talk about uh that and so I'll put it out there, that game for anybody listening and we'll recap again is not this weekend, but next weekend, May 19th, and it is at Prestonwood Christian Academy. Uh, we want to really pass the, the stands for that game because it's, it's, it's really a battle between two top, top two teams in the West right now. You know, it's us, L.A., and Kansas City really are kind of the people that are out here um, making it happen. So let's kind of talk about – Jez, I don't know if you want to kind of to lead into that as well or if you have any kickoff notes about that game. And he, well, the the quarterback Brooke, I'm not her last name, Brooke Liebsch, Um, I saw her try out for like the Team USA boys team when they had the tryout in Dallas. And you know, she's an athletic kid. Um, their team has gotten better about protecting her because you see that she's getting more passes off um, receiver wise. Obviously, we know they got Liz and Ali. I'm not familiar with uh, a lot of their team, but I know I've met all three of them in particular. Um, so they are athletes. Again, they were playing both sides of the ball too. So we're still going to have a, a somewhat equal matchup on that level where everybody's got to, you know, just be in shape. Now, those are some physically fit women. Ali and Liz are definitely physically fit. But I feel well, like they brought in, they're bringing in Kate, they're bringing in Kaylee Knightsley. I think she's going to miss this game. You know, which is good for oh, us. Oh, really? But they're they're even bringing in some of the slam because I don't know if, I don't know if you guys know, but I don't know if slam disbanded oh. or if. But they got. I know that uh, one of their linebackers went to a team in the IWFL, and then I know one of their receivers, kickers, you know, whatever. One of their their athletes from Slam is playing with Kansas City this year, and then one of their their Taylor Hay, their running back, isn't playing at all because she just had a baby. Congrats, Taylor, if you're listening, or if anybody knows, turns listening. Um, but so I don't. Do you guys know? Did Slam disband? Are they still a team? I don't know, but I did see. Uh, I did see some of their players going to, like you said, an IWSL team and some other teams. So interesting. Well, we're gonna worry about the team that we're playing, which is the Kansas City Titans. Uh, Bobo, we'll get to Bobo I mean, first. You don't have any experience, but Bobo, what are what are your thoughts on the upcoming game in two weeks? I mean, when I hear Kansas City, I think about Sowers. That's about it. Um, that name just kind of sticks out. Um, and then, like Dez said, just a physically fit team. You know, I can remember when I first, you know, came – when we first matched up within my first two seasons playing them, that's a team that pretty much stood out because they, you know, a little bit better than the rest of the teams that you play leading up to, um, you know, the championship. So, it's always going to remember the teams that have the athletes, the teams that, you know, may, gave you a run for your money. Um, I think they have a good scheme. I think they have good coaches. Um, so it's not like a team that's kind of just out there trying to figure it out. They kind of 
have their their jobs. They know what they're doing. They've been here before, type of thing. It's a lot of people that uh, have that return. So I don't know. I just I, I anytime I'm getting ready for the season and Kansas City is on the schedule, I just think of sour. So if we you know maintain everybody do our jobs um, and shut down those girls that are just hardcore athletes like we are, then I think we'll be fine. But if they're if they're in a situation to where they're playing both sides of the ball, then it'll be a, definitely an even playing field. Um, but if we stay focused um, and, and run our stuff and, and play our best football game, then I think we have a chance to beat them. Like, no problem. Yeah, sure. So, Strick, you haven't – this is your first year in the league. So, kind of tell us about – I mean, you can obviously – coaches have said a little bit about the game – um, you'll hear we'll hear more tomorrow at practice, but kind of give us your take on it as somebody that's new to the league. You know, like you said, being new to the league, I I'm not really super familiar with all the teams. I only get to hear what you guys say. It does sound like this game is going to be a little bit more of a challenge, but honestly, just being around our team, and even when we played against Atlanta, if we if we would have done a little bit better, being a little bit cleaner and cleaning up some of the penalties and sticking to our assignments, uh, I honestly think we can hang with the best of them. So as long as we show up, I know it might be a little bit more difficult, but I still think we'll get the job done. Well said. I like that. And I kind of like these. It's not, it's, so one thing that and, – and I know that the elites um, are known for their blowout, their regular season blowouts the last two years. And, you know, we've had two games this year where we, we've won by 40 or more points. But I definitely think that – being in these close games or, you know, playing these, these tougher teams like Kansas City and Atlanta and even even Impact, I mean, really brought it this year. Not to say they didn't bring it in the past. I know last year even, the first time we played them, they gave us some, some real trouble. But I definitely – I think – I'm excited about this game because I think that these close games or these closer games are good for the sport because nobody wants to watch a blowout. I know that come second half it's not really exciting to play in a blowout. And so I'm excited because I definitely think that this game is going to be one of those games to watch where it's going to be hard-nosed, like you said, Bobo, athletes versus athletes. You know, they're, they're, they're new, fresh blood and fresh legs on both squads, but there are also a lot of veterans that have been in the game for a while and kind of na- made a name for themselves going at it too. So I think it's kind of a, you know, not to, to kind of throw their name in there, but it's kind of a clash of the Titans. And I think that, Kansas City is kind of – they've been around for a while, and so they're starting to become one of those more established teams that is well-known around the league. Yep, I agree. I think, I think our um, – this is just uh, – I had had this on my mind. The pass game. If we can – if we focus on their pass game, we're not going to have um, the same pass game we've had from any other team. They legitimately have a pass game. And I think what Bubble was saying about keeping the defense honest now that we have threats, I think that's why some of these games have been as close because it's not just about me, but me being on the other side and you two having been on, the, on one side, the left side wasn't a factor. So they would, their goal was to try to shut y'all down. Now with moving people to both sides and knowing that, you know, all of our receivers, I'm not even saying all of our receivers because – King is out there too. Strickland's out there. That's going to make it to where we have a legitimate opportunity to get in and solidify the game earlier in the second half versus it being a true battle in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? 
Agreed. And that's where I think our speed, especially in the secondary, because Rachel King, first quarter of the game, I think that was our first score of the game, you know, take them back 70 yards, you know, on a pick six. And I'm watching on the film, and I'm like, dang, she's fast. And so I think that's that works to our advantage is we're not only, you know, quick up in the box in that, you know, the, the front eight or you know, in the front seven, but I mean, our, our secondary and our linebackers even are chasing people down to the sidelines. So I think that it's going to be a good matchup this week because they do have a legitimate pass game, which I don't want to say is rare in women's football, but it's not as common in our game right. as in the men's. Kansas City is right. one of those teams that has a legitimate pass game. And so it's going to be really interesting to see. It's going to test our secondary this year in a way that hasn't been tested so far. I'm, I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be exciting to see. I do too. I agree. Totally agree. Right. Um, so kind of with that, I know that we can talk about Kansas City and what they do, and I have this conversation with coaches all the time. I said, look, um, in Chicago, we never watched. I mean, they put up scout for the team we were going to play, but Coach Konecki, anybody who's been in the women's game knows who Coach Konecki is. He was the U.S. coach, I think, two or three times. Um, and he, it was his belief that, hey, we're playing a nameless, faceless opponent every week. What we need to focus yeah. on is executing our game plan and doing what we need to do best. So with that being exactly. said, you know, we are a relatively new team. Even if we're veterans, we're still in new roles, new positions, playing alongside new people. What do you guys think? And Des will kind of start with you, and then we'll go down the line. But what do you guys think that we need to do or what we need to execute to, to win this game this uh, two weekends from now? Um, like I said before, I think special teams is going to be key, knowing where you're supposed to be, what your true assignment is, because a lot of times, you know, we'll be on the field and we'll say, my dog just passed out. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, he <laughs> just woke up and just freaked out. I'm sorry. Um, we'll say just do your job, but I think a lot of people didn't really know their job. So knowing your your job and being able to execute it. Also, everybody being ready. So, again, to keep that defense legitimate, everybody be ready. When the ball comes your way, be ready to snatch it and go. Um, and communicating. Like, if we keep each other positive, we, we can't – we already have 11 on 11. It can't be 12 on 10, 13 on – you know what I'm saying? We have to support each other. That doesn't mean baby each other. But we got to keep each other's heads in the game because in one small moment can be disastrous if our head's not right. Yeah, agreed. Bubba, what do you what do you think we need to do to be victorious this next weekend? Uh, yes, I totally agree with assignments. Um, we definitely got to be on our assignments more so than we've ever been um, for these past games, um, knowing you know what you're supposed to do. And just executing, I, I always I say the same thing about people that watch film and all that kind of stuff, or they know what you're going to do. Like, you can know what I'm going to do all day, but can you stop it is the question. So you can watch yep. film on us all day long, but if we do what we're supposed to do and, you know, maintain our job, it doesn't matter. They would have to still stop it, period. And I just feel like Athlete on athlete, I'm I'm putting my money on everybody on our squad, period. I feel like we have that we, – we, we're hungry right now. So, and we I feel like we do have a slight chip on our shoulder. I feel like all of us do. So, all of that we need to use as momentum, um, use it as, you know, fuel so we can just plow through this game, basically. I, I feel like if our line steps up and, and our defense is on point, our secondary, like you said, 
if everything is clicking on all cylinders and we just play our best football game across the board, I don't really think that there's anybody that can stop us because we legitimately have a lot of weapons on our team. And they may not even know about all of them, but we legit have some weapons on our team. You sleep on our secondary and throw it back there if you want to. It might get picked. It just might get picked. Same thing on offense. You pick a side. Whatever side you pick, you're wrong. We got Jamie in the backfield now playing running back. Like, it's insane. Like, you can move from slot to running back. That alone right there is crazy, like bananas. Like, it's just we have too many weapons. And our offensive coordinator, like Coach B, to me, he's a genius. I don't care what anybody says, but this man and these plays, like, he's a genius. And he can change stuff up any moment. So you can know what we're going to do all day. You can study film. But like I said, you just you got to be able to stop it, period. And, and we're clicking oh. off filters. We're going to win. That's the that's the truth though. Coach V and and going back to last year, this is the kind of man. This man's posting stuff at two a.m., twelve thirty a.m. Like this, he doesn't sleep. He he lives, breathes, eats. Like just football is 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 in his DNA. And I know going into yeah. the championship game last year, everybody thought they'd seen that everything that we had thrown at him. And this man comes up with like two new formations that you know the week before we go to the championship, he's like, all right, team, we're going to put this stuff in. He's like, they're not going to know what hit on this and that. So this man is always constantly thinking football. Like, it's just what he does. It's who he is. And yep. so you're right. Wilson I agree. That and it. Like, people can watch, they can watch film, but it ain't, it ain't ever going to be the same thing. So same. Like, it's tough to game plan against him. Yeah, well, you have to exactly. build. That's the thing. You got to – You got I mean, I'm learning this um, from my defensive coordinator. You have to make it look like what you've been doing and then just throw that little tweak in there, and it's like, dang it, you've been doing this. It's yep. like, exactly. Why would we do the same thing over and over? And exactly. Again, why Strickland, what do, you, what, <laughs> what do you think that we need to do this weekend? I think what all you said is right is that we, if we execute what we know we're supposed to do, that we'll be fine. But I think our biggest X factor is going to be our heart and intensity. If we execute on yes. top of bringing all the passion that we had from when we very first started that very first game, then that's going to be our X factor that brings our athlete versus athlete battle to our side. Agreed. And, and and we'll kind of wrap up with this, but I, I, I agree with all of you 100%. And that's what's so cool about this team is we do have veterans. We do, we're just such a, a, a mix. But the one thing that I know is the vibe is awesome this year. People are, we're constantly getting better. People are constantly being like, oh, okay, you know, and doing better and, and understanding their role a little bit better. We're constantly bringing more people up to speed. But and, and like I said, I think as get pe- people get more comfortable, not only do, do our fundamentals get better, but that intensity, making the game fun. And you better believe that we're going to do a little bit of celebrating this, this week or next week in the end zone when we get there because it's going to be an intense game. It's going to be a good rivalry. I, the more I think about it, I think about, you know, we have similar quarterbacks. They can both kind of run because I know their quarterback's got legs too. I don't, I'm going to say ours is better because she's, she's our quarterback. But um, it's going to be a really good game. Like, it's going to be athletes that know the game. And so, again, for any of you that haven't made it to the game or even if you've been to a game, you cannot miss this game. May 19th, yeah, 7 p.m., Prestonwood Christian Academy. It is going to be – it's going to be a barn burner, and it's going to be really good. And you're going to – I mean, there's going to be passes flying all over the field. There's going to be defenses flying everywhere. It's going to be a good one. So don't miss it. Um, Des, anybody else? Do you guys have any last words you want to say to everybody before we hop off? Um, just, make sure just make sure you come to the game. 
Yeah, and it's going to be our um, women's health awareness, so the, the breast cancer awareness, all that stuff, those are the things that we're going to acknowledge. So, so bring your mama, your sister, your auntie, bring bring them all. Cool. All right, well, oh, I, um, go ahead. You good? No, I was going to say um, I wanted to end it. I know how, like, on SportsCenter and some of these shows, Mike and Mike and whatever, they would have the little – like a little something on the end. So I got four quick questions I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask each y'all, and you just give me a quick answer. Don't think too hard on it, okay? I'm start with you, Strickland. Okay. You ready? All yep. right. What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite drink. Favorite drink? Chocolate milk. Uh, what song do you know you just completely have memorized? Look at me now by Chris Brown. You're such you're such a thug. Um, <laughs> guilty pleasure snack. Ooh, guilty pleasure snack. I like too many. I like snacks more than real food sometimes. <laughs> okay, and 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 your and your guilty pleasure trash TV reality show. Uh oh. So many. I'm I a know. sucker. I, exactly, but I I like the I like the tattooing shows. I can't help no, it. No, Black East. That's what I was gonna say. I like you even yep. more. Okay, Bobo, Bobo, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> Bobo, favorite your favorite drink. Protein shake. Oh. What songs have you completely memorized? She's so healthy. What songs do I have completely memorized? Uh, let's go with Tank, When We. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Horrible <laughs> moment when my mom was seeing that in the car. I almost cringed. I did cringe. Guilty pleasure snack. My what? Guilty pleasure snack. Like, I know you're a health nut, but something that you're just like, ugh, I just got to have Man, it. guilty pleasure snack, I'm going to go with Airheads. Candy. Ah. I, I, I have a weakness and your, for candy. And your reality guilty pleasure trash TV show. Guilty pleasure trash reality TV show. Well, trash. Atlanta. Atlanta. Ah, okay. Jamie, Jamie, quick to you. I'm not going to answer. We're going to answer this real quick. Favorite drink. Uh, favorite drink. Um, as of late, it's been fresh squeezed orange juice from Sam's Club. It is amazing. <laughs> song you've got completely memorized. Party Up by DMX since the seventh grade. Ah, guilty, guilty pleasure snack. Uh, anything chocolate. <laughs> yeah, reality TV, trash TV, guilty pleasure. You know, I don't really watch a lot, but my girlfriend started watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She decided to binge watch it, and it's kind of been interesting to see that whole evolvement. So probably that. <laughs> now you hook. Now you hook. Okay. <laughs> right. I understand. Right, so I get the card. I get the. I get the Kim Kardashian curse now, though. I get it. It makes sense. It's ridiculous. All right. So for me, favorite drink would be uh, um, green tea. The, you know the the big can, the green tea. A uh, song I have completely memorized: "Summertime" Will Smith. Guilty pleasure snack would be man. I'm bad with candy. Um, I, I'm gonna go with you. Some type of candy, anything. Oh no, peanut really? butter M and M's. And then the TV show, it's a it's a throw up between Black Ink and uh, uh what's it called? Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, it's a top. Yep. All right, I'm good. I like it. I like those questions. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, again, every Monday, uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll be here. If anybody has some fun stuff and they want to reach out via the website, Dallas Elite Women's Football. 
Uh, feel free. You want to throw us some questions, or you guys want to hear us talk about something in particular? Feel free to, like I said, shoot us a message on one of our social media accounts. Uh, otherwise, we hope to see y'all back next week, and then we hope to see you in person at our game May 19th, uh, 7 p.m. against the Kansas City Titans. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Okay. Okay.